Welcome to Sunlight Connections, a homeschool podcast. In this podcast, we hope that you get the opportunity to connect with other homeschoolers for encouragement, tips, and fellowship. Like Sunlight's curriculum offerings, we will explore homeschooling through the lens of a literature-rich, Christ-centered education. Join us on this adventure. Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is the Anatomy of a Sunlight Package. I'm so excited that we're going to give you all the tips and tricks, as well as all the components that go inside, that you'll get in a box. But um, the tips and tricks part is why you're here. It's going to be super um, insightful. These ladies that have joined me are going to give us all kinds of great things. Let me introduce them. Judy, welcome. Thanks, Steph. It's good to be with you today. Um, I am Sunlight's marketing sales manager, and I'm also a retired homeschool mom of three kids, and we've just started a second generation of Sunlighters in our family. So it's great to be here today. Thanks for sharing all of your knowledge. And Barbara, welcome. Hi, uh, I'm Barbara. I'm an um, advisor with Sunlight, and I've um, been working for Sunlight for about over 20 years, long time. So I've got two sons that um, use sunlight from kindergarten to 12th and have long graduated and I've got two grandkids. So here I am. <laughs> Perfect. I, we were talking before this and I'm very excited to, for, to share all of these tips with you. So um, let's just talk at a very high level, what comes in a box? We sort of talked about like, do we open a box? Do we, and, and we're not gonna open a box. You can open the box. If you have a box, go get it, go grab it. This might be a really great thing for you, but if you have a box, just, you know, this is a great time to go through it. So let's talk about the pieces that come in the box. Well. All, I mean, the box opening is kind of like Christmas day. So um, you're going to find all the parts and pieces to put together your IG in the binder in there. If you ordered the three ring binder, um, you'll have all your, all the books. The books are the best part. The books are the part that it's hard to keep the kids out of until school starts. Um, and then all of the table subjects, the math and the handwriting and the spelling and uh, the science and all that good stuff. Absolutely. So if you order an ASP, you're going an all subjects package, you're going to get history, Bible, literature, math, science, language arts. Yep. Yeah, I cover it all. And then if you ordered like a history Bible literature package, you'll get that history Bible and literature, correct? Right. And for some levels, that all subject package will also include spelling and handwriting. Right, right. Okay. Well, let's, um, let's deep dive into some of the components with the little insider information. Let's first talk about the instructor's guides. Okay, yeah. So um, in the all subjects packages, there will be three instructor's guides. Uh, one is for the HBL, which is our history Bible literature. Uh, then there'll be another one for language arts and then another for science. So those are the uh, instructor guides. And um, the instructor guides are really like the skeleton and the brains of the package. Um, it's the brains um, because it helps give guidance and direction 
for all the materials that are in your box and um, the uh, brains because it's the framework for holding everything together. Um, it'll include the weekly schedules uh, for all the books that you have in your box. It'll include uh, teaching tips and discussion questions. Um, there'll also be mapping and timeline assignments. Um, and um, all that will be included in there. Uh, in the language arts guides, there will also be activity sheets uh, and in science as well for the students to, um, to fill in in the lower levels. And you have at a lot of levels, the option of choosing between a four day and a five day schedule. So the schedule part of your instructor's guide may look a little different depending on whether you're scheduling four days or five. Some people have a question on that, on the four-day versus the five-day. Uh, the difference is that the four-day has fewer books included. So the time for both the four-day and the five-day is the same, but there's fewer books. Um, and we do list the books not included um, on our website as well, if you are interested in buying those, just to have them on hand, because some people don't want to miss all the books, so they get the four-day <laughs> by the five-day books. Yeah, there's like packages. So if you bought you know, HBLA, you can go on and buy the five-day HBLA books, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll never who wants to miss books? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Certainly not uh, any yeah. sunlighters, that's for sure. <laughs> so well, one of the, yeah, one of the best insider tips that, that um, we're going to share today is something that saved my life when using this um, instructor's guide you think about 36 weeks worth of three instructor's guides in a single binder. So the it's sitting behind Stephanie there. And it's, I mean, it's, it's a pretty hefty thing. We used to joke that we could use it for weightlifting for PE. Um, so the, the tip, the trick that someone shared with me and that I try to remember to share with people is create yourself a working binder. So run out to Office Max or Walmart or whatever is closest to you and just pick up an inexpensive one or two inch three ring binder. Um, and then every weekend or every couple, couple weekends, pull out one week's worth of all those instructor's guide pages or two weeks worth. Sometimes I would do six weeks at a time if I knew our schedule was gonna be really busy. Put them in that working binder then put that big monster binder, which is kind of like a filing cabinet, really, and put that on the shelf. And don't be intimidated by how much stuff there is left in there to do. Now you have a very lightweight, portable working binder that you can take with you anywhere you're going. Um, and it's just a whole lot easier. Yeah, that's a good tip, Judy. Um, something I did a little different because I was using two HBLs, well, two ASPs uh, with my kids. Um, and, and even the working binder was a little bit overwhelming at times. So I got um, clipboards and I would uh, put the entire week's schedule um, for just one week for history, Bible, literature, language, art, science, and the discussion questions that are in the back of the guide onto the clipboard. Uh, so I had two of those. And for me, that was just easier to like, oh, that's all I have to do this week. And then at the end of the week, I would put it back you know, and then get the following week. Um, so super easy. Then we just check off the boxes um, to keep track of, um, if you have to like keep track of your days for schooling, you can use a little instructor guide, uh, schedule pages, it has a date, a place for a date, an initial, uh, your child's name or whatnot, if you need to keep that for, um, for record keeping purposes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another um, tip, a little insider tip is um, you can, 
pull all those parts out of your box and be overwhelmed at the idea of having to build that master instructor's guide all by yourself. And so a lot of people don't realize that on our website, there actually is a video that will walk you through step-by-step step how to put um, that binder together, all the tabs and the different components that are in each instructor's guide, the appendices in the back. And you can find that at, at sunlight.com assembly. Um, it really is a lifesaver, especially the first year um, that you decide to build your own binder. Another thing I just uh, thought of is um, for the activity sheets for language arts and science. What I did is I put those um, in a separate little like pocket folder with grads for my kids. So this mm -hmm. way they each had their own little language arts workbook, you know, and science. And this way it was just easy to grab and there were no lost pages. You know, I didn't have to take the sheets in and out, you know, because sometimes the holes get a little torn up. Um, so yeah, a little, little uh, working button. They can put stickers on there and color them or whatever and make it, you know, they could own it and uh, do things with that little uh, folder. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing too that I forgot to mention was if you don't want to build that binder, um, we have a service that will build that binder for you. And so you can look for IGA assembly on our website and add that to your order and that binder will come already put together for you. Yeah, Absolutely. And I wanted to say too, that in the younger years, it's great to build their own binder, but in, in the high school levels, they get their own binder, right? They get their own, it's not, it's a student guide, not an instructor's guide. You get an instructor's guide, they get a student guide, correct? Mm -hmm. yep. yep. And they get yep. a big binder like that too. <laughs> yeah. And they can do the same thing. They could put on a clipboard. They could put in this smaller working binder. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And they can really work at their own pace at that point. You know, if you have a child who's interested in an activity or working or whatever, the high school kids can, can choose to work at their own pace. It yeah. is mm -hmm. not a master, just a guide. So mm -hmm. yes. Yes. Yep. Important to remember. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so let's talk about the literature and all the literature that comes in these boxes as kind of the lifeblood. Yeah. I mean, we're literature-based curriculum, so without the books, you lose um, what really is the main component. But um, yeah, it's it's amazing literature um, curated. All of the books are uh, previewed by the president of our company, uh, Sarita Holtzman. Um, there are biographies and historical fiction pieces, volumes of poetry. Um, devotional Bible devotionals, Bible storybooks for younger kids, um, just really the gamut of different genre of literature that helps to make that study come alive. Okay, so we've talked about, you know, what kind of books. Let's talk about why literature is such an important way to teach children. Yeah, it's important because it, it puts context for the history, um, you know, into um, into more a comprehensive level for students, they can connect better, um, you know, with with the characters, you know, with the, uh, with the storyline. Um, so it just it puts them in the story, which makes it more meaningful to them, you know, and um, and yeah, it just makes it more interesting. There's also an, oh, go ahead. I think there's also an emotional connection. You know how. I don't know if you've ever read a really good book and come away feeling sad or 
excited or happy. I mean, you just really relate to the character and, and what they're going through. And so you definitely create an emotional connection. And when a child does that, then all that information that's wrapped into that story um, is retained much longer. I mean, you think about the best novel you've read in the last couple of years or a really good book that you go back and reread because you like it so much, you don't easily forget, you know, what was in that story, what the plot was and what happened to the characters. And so the same thing happens when you're talking about events and characters in history. Um, instead of memorizing dates and facts and spitting them back out on a test and and losing them all, um, you your students will retain that information because it's been wrapped in a story. Yeah, and Sarita and the whole team goes, they 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 have an entire structure, an entire test that they put these books through. Can we talk a little mm -hmm. bit about maybe what these great pieces of literature go through to make it into a sunlight package. Mm -hmm. So they number one, look at the characters because a story without solid good characters um, is no story at all. And so not only are they looking for good stories, but she's looking for realistic stories. Um, she's not fond of stories where the characters never make mistakes or um, don't learn from failure or things like that. So they have to be complex, realistic characters in order for a book to even be in the running for being added to a Sunlight program. And then that, those characters have to develop over the course of the story. So um, especially the protagonist has to change uh, for the better. Um, there is very definitely uh, a good versus evil um, tension that often happens in really well-written books. And uh, that main character needs to um, make the right choices and decisions as he or she develops throughout. <clears throat> There's also um, the issue of cultural literacy. So when you think about where a book is set, you know, where it takes place or the vocabulary that's used in the book. Um, we're always looking for a story that's going to contribute to your child's uh, knowledge. <clears throat> so a lot of what's in our instructor's guides are um, unique vocabulary that comes out of different cultures or different time periods in history. And so that, you know, that has to be there for a book to um, be added. And then you've got things like a, a good multi-dimensional plot. You want it to be emotionally compelling, like we were just discussing. Um, there's got to be just really good writing um, verbally. It needs to have a good flow to it. And most importantly, it's got to be a book you want to pick up and read again, not one that you put down and say, well, I just wasted two days of my life on that book. <laughs> um, no, it's got to be something that you want to pick up again and again. Yeah. What about, we often say history is the spine of an, a history Bible literature. What does that mean? Why do we say that? The history spines are going to be more your, um, your nonfiction books. And it's going to be used throughout the entire year. Mostly, most of them are. Uh, there might be one or two and the parents read out loud 
you know, in the younger levels, Bible, the history books, and the read-alouds. The read-alouds will be more the um, fiction, which what we talked about with the emotional connection and the uh, storyline where the where you get to be, you know, maybe connect with one of the characters. Um, but that's mostly what the history spine is. All right. Let's talk about some insider tips then. What do we got? What do we got for insider tips on literature? One of the things that um, we always looked for over the years was uh, to see if the author of a book we really, really liked had written more books. So what you may not realize is that a lot of the books in Sunlight's different levels are actually one book from a series. So um, I remember in particular um, books that were the stories from Grandma's Attic. And those are in, in one of our younger level um, programs. And so while we may only have one of those titles um, scheduled in our program, there are many, many more written by the same author. And um, the third grade detective series has many, many more. And I mean, there are just a number of them. So if your kids particularly like a book, do a Google search on the author and see if it's actually part of a series. Yep, that's good. Absolutely. Also the, um, the book labels. So we've got some book labels that you can um, add to the spines of your books. This helps you, um, if you're looking at all the books on the shelf to recognize which ones will go together. You know, all the pinks and all the oranges, you know, so you can separate them easily when you are looking for a book or you want to reuse it later with another student. Um, you can also have your students put like a special sticker, um, that, you know, that we don't sell, but you could put like a special sticker on one of their favorite books, you know, and this way um, they could, you know, have that as, um, as something that they could recognize and maybe reread later um, also. Yeah, and the books that are part of the history Bible literature and the all subjects package, those aren't the only books we carry because books are the thing. And so we have summer reader packages that come out every summer. Um, we have those uh, four-day bonus collections. So if you purchase a four-day program, but you want those extra five-day books, you can um, look those up. Um, maybe you're just looking for a collection of history uh, readers. And so we have curated book collections. You can look at our read aloud collections based on uh, level, uh, at our history collections, at our reader collections. So lots of different ways to find books on Sunlight's website. I love what you said, Barb, about giving books um, like a special sticker. You could do rewards, you know, like this is the favorite book. This is the funniest book. This is the mystery book. This is, I mean, as you, you can make these stickers um, at the beginning of the year and have your kids give those awards. That's a great way to like remember what you've done throughout the year too. If you give those rewards at the end of, or awards at the end of, um, at the end of the year, it's a fun thing to do. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Well, let's talk about activity sheets and science kits. <laughs> what do we got about those? Let's talk about what's in those. Yeah, so the, um, the language arts instructor guide will include one set of activity sheets, you know, for one student. Um, that really helps a student to, um, to put, um, put on paper what they're learning for language arts. And the parents can assess, you know, their work um, via those activity sheets. If you need to grade something, those are gradable, you know, if you need to keep track of grades for your state. 
Um, one thing to keep in mind for the activity sheets is to um, that sunlight each year sells the current year and then two years back only. So you want to uh, make sure that you that you either keep an extra copy on hand if you're going to reuse it again for other students, um, or you can buy extra copies from us just for up to two years. Um, for science, we also include one set um, of activity sheets in the science guides. And that helps, um, you know, they say the more senses you use, the more you'll retain. So the science activity sheets put like a visual um, aspect uh, to what they're learning. So they're writing about it, they're listening about it, um, listening to it. Um, so yeah, it's just one more, um, one more piece for comprehension. And those science kits are amazing. Um, a lot of homeschoolers talk about neglecting science because it just takes too much time to find all the materials that you need in order to be able to do the experiments. And so minus things that we're confident you have in your house, like water and paper towels, um, we build a science kit for each level of our science that includes all of those materials. And whether you realize or not, your science instructor's guide will tell you each week on the schedule page um, which materials you need from that science kit and we'll also give you a list of materials that you don't need, but that you should have around your house. Um, that, that would be considered a, a consumable item, but one thing that a lot of families do is make the science experiments a partner type experience. So just like in, in uh, high school, when kids have lab partners, um, you can do the same thing with all the levels of our science and your students can share a single um, science kit that has all those supplies in it so that you don't have to buy one per student. And yes. Um, does every level have a science kit? I think all but one. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Science F. science F does not because science F is a study of human anatomy. So it's kind of hard to do experiments on the human anatomy. <laughs> That would be for safe. sure, <laughs> for sure. But that we did update A through or K, A, B, and C will be updated this year yes. with um, the new Discovery and Do science kits. And the right. others, you know, keep watching, keep <laughs> listening. <laughs> Might have more to come in the future. Um, let's talk about, oh, I wanted to ask the activity sheets just come in in with the instructor's guide, right? So if you open the instructor's guide, the activity sheets are in there, you just pull them out, leave them in, whatever you wanna do, and then um, go forward there. I just wanted to make sure we were clear on where we were finding them. And let's talk about insider tips. What do we so got? Those activity sheets, I think um, we already mentioned earlier, one of the best tips is when you're putting your binder together, um, pull out every one of those activity sheets for language arts and for science. And whether you use a folder with, with the brad clips in it, like Barb did, or I had a, like a one inch uh, three ring binder, put your students' activity sheets in their own binder. And so that then becomes their responsibility when they have an assignment to do an activity sheet, they'll know exactly where to go for them. It solves the problem of losing loose activity sheets that might be floating around the house. And so it's, it's a really good idea to give them their own binder to help with some more independence in their study. 
Yeah. And there aren't many. There's, I think, one or two per week, mostly in the younger mm -hmm. level. So it's not, we're not about busy work. Um, so that you, you can use the little folders will be just fine for a, for all year. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, Barb, thanks for adding that. The Let's talk about non-history subjects. So, you know, we talk about the history Bible literature being sort of the core of the package or the main part of an all subjects package, but let's talk about everything else that comes with an all subjects package, because you're going to open a box and get everything you need to teach your child for an entire year. So let's talk about all those other components. Yeah. So the all subjects package includes, so history Bible literature that we mentioned earlier, language arts, science, math, handwriting in the lower levels, and then spelling. Um, in the younger levels up through the grade four readers, the spelling is included in the language arts guide. It's not a separate program. And then with D and above, um, it's going to be a spelling UC that's included, which is a separate um, handwriting program, uh, excuse me, spelling program. Um, so that's, um, that's everything in the all subjects package. And in the upper levels for high school, there's no spelling and the literature and the language arts are together in one piece. So they are part of the literature guide, the writing assignment. Um, there's typically one writing assignment per week are included in the upper level. The numbered levels starting with 100 um, will include the writing assignments in the literature guide. And you have options too, which many people might not realize um, when it comes to that spelling piece in an all subjects package, spelling you see is the default, but that package is customizable. And so if you've taken a look at spelling you see on our um, website and you think that all about spelling would be a better choice for your student, then you can swap that out. Um, same with the handwriting. We have three different handwriting programs that we offer. And so depending on what you know about your students' handwriting skills and the description of those different types of handwriting programs, you can swap it out. Um, handwriting without tears is the default in the package, but you can choose a different one. And the same is true with math as well. We have a number of math programs that you can choose from. And in a lot of ways, those math programs um, appeal to different learning styles. So if you have kids that are really hands-on and need to be able to handle and touch their math, uh, Math UC or Horizons Math, which can come with a manipulative kit, might be a better choice. Um, math or uh, horizons might be a better choice for a more visual learner because they have beautifully colored uh, math workbooks. So lots of options so that you can customize that package that Stephanie described as being everything your student needs for a year. You can make it fit your unique student. If you customize your package um, and you could even customize the readers in the younger levels, mm -hmm. you know, if you need grade two readers, for example, with the HBLA package, you can change that out there. If you change the handwriting, for example, um, they, we do have handwriting schedules, you know, for um, the Getty Dubai Italic and a reason for handwriting on our website, just type in handwriting schedules and you could print that out there. Um, math schedules are also included in your download folder in your account online. So we schedule all of the, um, the lessons for the entire year for all of our math programs. Um, so that's easy. Uh, you could print that out, three-hole punch it, stick it in the front of your binder if you want to, or you can write it. There's a little space on the HBL guide and language arts, extra spaces for other subjects. You could, you know, jot it in there if you wanted to. 
Um, so yeah, so yeah, right there, there's a little space for that. And um, yeah, what about, um, sometimes you hear us talk about table subjects versus couch subjects. Let's just real quick talk about what those are. So there's a very high level explanation of table subjects and couch subjects. Well, couch subjects are the literature-based subjects because you sit together on the couch and read them. So that would be history and Bible and literature and science. Yep, and the table subjects are done at the table mostly. That would be math. Um, the language arts and the handwriting, um, the readers, you know, usually on the couch, but that's, you know, that's more grade level, grade specific in the younger years um, as well. So those table subjects are really skill-based and how do people know where their child is um, or what you should be getting? Sunlight has a placement tests on the website for all of the math programs. So any student that, you know, um, unless you're a kindergartner, you know, we have the placement test for all the math programs on our website. Um, and then for the youngers up through grade four, we have uh, a reading assessment and a language arts assessment. One thing to keep in mind on that is that you want to choose your readers for the youngers based on their language arts assessment because they're fully integrated. Um, if you have a higher level reader, then absolutely could, you know, uh, supplement with uh, some of our books at higher level or utilize books in the library as well, just to keep them challenged in reading. I mean, that's where t Judy's literature tip comes great in great hand handy um, because you can also look at things that are already in the sunlight package and sort of let those voracious readers um, <laughs> explore those books as well. So that does help. Um, okay, so let's talk about some um, non-history subject insider tips. What do you have? One of the things that saved my life when it came to these non-history subjects, um, you think about all the parts and pieces that could get lost. There are math workbooks and handwriting workbooks and spelling workbooks and, you know, just so many things that could get misplaced. Um, each one of my students had a basket. It could be a Rubbermaid basket or um, you know, maybe a, a woven basket or whatever kind of basket you want to use, but it's each child needs to have one. And in that basket is where all of those materials live. So that's their home. And from the time my kids were really young, I would tell them at the end of the school day, all your school materials need to go home. They need to go where they belong because tomorrow morning, I don't want you coming to me saying, mommy, I can't find my math workbook because I'm going to ask you, well, did it go home last night? And so that was one of the best tips that anyone ever shared with me. Give those materials a home. Yeah, one thing I did, which helped, um, it is history related, but I took the timeline figures and I would cut them all up at the beginning of the year and stick them on the Ziploc bag. So otherwise it's like, you know, you see the assignment for timeline figures, like oh, where are the scissors, where are the timeline figures? So it's just helpful. And sometimes it's, you know, we wouldn't do like the timeline figures every week. So, so we would maybe do a review once a month, sit down at the kitchen table, maybe on a Saturday, and just add all the stickers, you know, to the book at the time. But it was helpful just to cut them up, you know, um, mm -hmm. beforehand. That's a really good point, Barb. I think a lot of people don't know what the benefit of a timeline book is. And it can be a suggestion and you'll get the figures automatically, correct? Um, you, you have to add the timeline book. So let's talk a little bit about what that means, what that, what it is. 
Yeah, so timeline book is just a spiral uh, book that is blank. It has um, a line, you know, on every page um, that starts with, I think, I think it's 5,000 or 6,000 BC and it goes to, well, mine goes to 2020. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I think the new ones go a little bit, you know, far beyond that. Um, but basically you buy it one time, the first time you use sunlight and then you add those stickers to uh, your book all the way through 12th grade. Well, stickers to W. Um, and, then, uh, and then there'll be writing in timeline suggestions at the high school level. So basically it's, it's really for a chronological overview for all the history you've studied, you know, from beginning creation through present. And on that one, we added the timeline figures, but we also added um, current events. You know, for example, I would take my child's face and put, you know, on the year that they were born, you know, or my husband and I, when we were married. Uh, when President Reagan died, like we would add that that you know in. So there's different things that you can add in that are not part of the timeline uh, figure packet um, that would also be helpful. So and it gets a little full sometimes, you know, in the uh, 15 uh, <laughs> current levels uh, years. But um, but you can draw like little lines, you know, that kind of connects it, and it's it's kind of cool sometimes when, when it looks kind of full. <laughs> well, and it gives context to what they're studying. I think one of the most fun things is when we would um, have studied world history and then an American history year came around and we started adding in new timeline figures and my kids would be like, oh, wow, he was alive at the same time that this happened. Or like Barb said, we added in grandparents' birthdays and great-grandparents' birthdays and anniversaries. And to realize that great grandpa was alive during this war or when that event happened was pretty uh, mind blowing for younger students. Yeah, that's a really, that's a really cool to be able to see that all laid out. Mm -hmm. um, and it, what a great review to look back at, you know, when you have a graduating senior and you're looking back at what they did when they were in, you know, kindergarten or five years old, it, it really is kind mm -hmm. of a cool thing. So, mm -hmm. um, but let's talk about some of the other extras. We have some other components that you can add on to your all subjects package or HBL to sort of um, increase the experience. So, what are those? so we have um, for history A, B, C, we have um, hands-on kits, which add a, um, a really good uh, pro project. I think there's about nine average in each one of them um, that's scheduled in the instructor's guide um, regarding uh, some of the history topics, uh, events, and place or people um, or that you're studying in history. So that's the hands-on kit for the lower. Starting with D, D, E, uh, G and H, we have lap books, which are really good. It's um, kind of, um, it's like a portfolio, you know, at the end of the school year where the students, um, you know, can uh, see what they've learned. And uh, again, it's that one more using another, you know, one of their other senses to, uh, to more comprehension and understanding um, and put, just puts it all together. So those are for history. And level F comes with a set of um, the Eastern Hemisphere notebook pages. And so loosely related to a lap book, but this actually is a set of three hole punched pages and you're, you're building a travel guide for every culture that you study that year. Um, the timeline that's specific to that country, the um, history, the, the map, so you can see the geography of that country, um, things that are unique to that country. Um, so yeah, it's kind of fun to go back through that at the end of the year and see all that you learned. 
One thing about those um, to keep in mind is that they are not designed to like fill in the blank. Like the purpose is not to just to fill in the blank. It's also for them to develop research skills. F is more the transition year. So they can uh, use the uh, Journey to the Eastern Hemisphere book to fill in the information that they need for, um, for those pages. Yeah, and there's some mm -hmm. projects in there too um, yeah. as well. So yeah, it's fun. And then I just want to mention, because it's a great thing for summer, are the packages of summer readers. These are age-appropriate books that are um, sort of gender. Um, and the only reason why we do gender is the, the lead of the book might be a male or a female. But really, um, if you got the elementary books, I bet it wouldn't matter on gender for the most part, um, but they are age appropriate. So there's two levels for elementary, two levels for middle and two level for levels for high school. And those come out every summer and they're just ways to keep reading through the summer. So that's mm -hmm. an additional thing that you can keep doing um, during some time off that you might be planning for your break. And if it's not summer, you know, you might take time off a month in fall, you can use them then, you know, it's just a great way to keep learning. So. And there's another whole category of extras that aren't part of an all subjects package, but certainly complement it. And that would be all the electives that we carry mm -hmm. um, art and music and foreign language and STEM uh, topics and kits and um, just a lot of ways to round out um, that aspect of your student's education every year games too like there's math mm -hmm. games if you have a yeah. struggling you know mathematician out there a, a nice math game might might make it seem a little bit more fun a little bit more mm -hmm. tolerable so yeah there's all kinds of stuff yeah. language arts also has some optional workbooks that you can add um they are scheduled most of them in the instructor's guide for language arts and those are all listed under the additional items tab on every package so you can choose to do them again they're just optional it's not required um, but it's just one more piece that you could add. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for joining and, you know, getting to all the parts and pieces that come in a sunlight package. I'm so appreciative of you and I hope um, that you all found it as helpful as I did. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs>